All right. You're listening to World Reading Club, presented by Hakeem Alibokas Alexander on the Wisdom app, Social Audio Inc., presented for World Reading Club in association with Equilibrium. This edition's reading focus comes to us from Big Ideas Simply Explained, the biology book. This is the introduction to the section called Life, right after the main introduction of the book. I separated them into different sections for brevity, but here we go. Life and a nice timeline here and a good bit of text, but it's just these two pages. All right. Let's take a look. Around 160 Common Era, or 160 CE, in addition to, in addition to his anatomical dissections, physician, physician Galen cuts into the body parts of living animals to investigate their workings. Around 1543, well, that's many moons later, Andreas Vesalius publishes De Humani Corporis Fabrica with detailed instructions of his research into human anatomy. 1637, in his discourse on the method, René Descartes describes animals as like machines, lacking the intelligence and feelings unique to humans. 1828. Chemist Friedrich Wohler synthesizes an organic substance, urea, from inorganic substances. Eighteen thirty nine. Eighteen thirty nine. Physicist and Physiologist Theodore Schwann shows that all living organisms, not only plants, consist of cells. All living organisms, not just plants, consist of cells. Eighteen fifty. The idea of spontaneous generation of cells is refuted by Rudolf Virchow. Verkow's theory of reproduction of cells by division. 1952. Stanley Miller and Harold Urey conduct experiments replicating conditions that created the first organic molecules on Earth from inorganic substances. 1967. Lynn Margulis develops the theory that complex eukaryotic cells evolved in a process of endosymbiosis. 1972. The fluid mosaic model of cell membrane structure is proposed by Seymour Singer and Garth Nicholson. 2010. Biotechnologists 
Craig Venter leads the team that produces the first synthetic life form, a bacterium called Mycoplasma. What? Mycoplasma Laboratorium, or Cynthia 1.0. And Cynthia spelled S Y N T H I A, as in synthesis or synthesis, if you didn't know. All right. Continuing. As biology is, broadly speaking, the science of living things, a major field of inquiry is that of exploring what constitutes life, what distinguishes living organisms from non-organic substances. Central to this are the two related disciplines of anatomy, the study of the structures of organisms. Okay, central to this are are two related disciplines of anatomy, the study of structures of organisms, and physiology, how these structures work and behave. Methodical examination. Historically, human anatomy and physiology evolved alongside medical sciences, but one of the first to conduct a methodical study of plants and animals was the philosopher Aristotle in the 4th century BCE. His findings were, however, simply descriptive and involved little detailed anatomy. It was not until around 160 CE when the physician Galen experimented on the organs of live animals that any insight was gained into the ways they worked. Galen's work laid the foundations for experimental biology and physiology and his findings were accepted until the Renaissance, when physicians and surgeons discovered and corrected errors that came from extrapolating evidence from animal dissection. Anatomy, especially human anatomy, in this period was a popular science, and publications such as Andreas Vesalius's De Humani Corporis Fabrica and the anatomical drawings of Leonardo da Vinci were hugely influential. The Age of Reason The emphasis on human anatomy and physiology continued into the Enlightenment, the so-called Age of Reason, leading to an erroneous distinction between the reason... Okay. The emphasis on human anatomy and physiology continued into the Enlightenment, the so-called Age of Reason, leading to an erroneous distinction being drawn between animal and human life. The workings of the universe and of plant and animal life were understood in mechanistic terms, subject to the newly formulated laws of physics. Scientists and philosophers such as René Descartes argued that animals are incapable of reason or feelings, so are in effect simply machines, a view that held sway until the 19th century, when Darwin's writings proposed that humans are not distinct from other animals. There remained, however, a lingering feeling that living organisms could not be entirely explained mechanistically, and that there is a mysterious life force in organic matter. The prevailing view was that 
organic matter could only be produced by living organisms. This was disproved by the production of an organic substance from inorganic ingredients by Frederick or Friedrich Wohler. Investigation of the structure of organisms was greatly helped by the development of the microscope in the 17th century and led to the discovery by Robert Hooke in 1665 of what he called cells in plants, which were later also noticed by Antoine van Leeuwenhoek and others. This led to the idea that these cells are the basic building blocks of organisms, the smallest units of living things. Matthias Schleiden and Theodore Schwann both independently concluded that all organisms, not just plants, are composed of cells, and organisms can be single or multi-celled. Subsequent research into the structure and behavior of cells led Rudolf Virchow to the conclusion in 1850 that cells reproduce by division, and that new cells only emerge naturally from existing cells, disproving the long-held idea of spontaneous generation. Cellular Structures Building on the discoveries of the cellular nature of organisms, scientists discovered scientists discovered that there are a multitude of different cellular forms, from single-celled organisms to multi-celled animals and plants, and that cells themselves range from the simple to the complex. According to the theory developed by Lynn Margulis, these complex eukaryotic cells evolved billions of years ago from simpler prokaryotic cells engulfing others, absorbing some of their characteristics, and developing a more complex structure. In the 1970s, biologists such as Seymour Singer and Garth Nicholson examined the structure of cells, in particular the membrane surrounding each cell, leading to the theory that it is the membrane that controls the movement of substances in and out of cells. With the increase in knowledge and understanding of cellular structures came the idea of being able to create living matter from non-living substances in order to better understand how life first emerged from non-living matter billions of years ago. The first experiments in this field were conducted by Stanley Miller and Harold Urey in 1952 and were followed by the creation of the first synthetic life form, a bacterium, by a team of biotechnologists in 2010. You've been listening to World Reading Club, presented by Hakim Alibokis Alexander on Colin Social Podcasting, presented for World Reading Club in association with Uniquilibrium. This edition's reading focus has come to us from Big Ideas Simply Explained, the biology book, and was titled Life. Introduction. Coming up next in the biology book is called uh, A Window into the Body, Experimental Physiology. But I'll be reading other books, specifically the math book and the physics book from Big Ideas Simply Explained, before that and in between. Stay tuned for that and stay well. (laughs) 